0: Hi, thank you for listening to Intuition, Your First Sense. This is Vicki. I'm a professional coach, business consultant, and intuitive development teacher. And this week, what I thought I'd do is talk about something that gets, I think, glossed over in most professional capacity. And that's the fact that we don't know everything. And being willing to admit when we've really foobarred something, when we have screwed something up and we don't know how to fix it and we are you know, kind of digging ourselves in deeper, and <laughs> I'm going to be completely transparent on this one, I'm going to use an example from my own life, that truthfully I'm still working through and I that's why I thought it was perfect because... A lot of the times when we're in something, we have a much more complete, um, concise, and oh, emotional sometimes perspective about it. So this week, <laughs> we're going to talk about that time I effed up my business. You're listening to Intuition, Your First Sense, the podcast by Vicki Baird, intuitive coach, consultant, and speaker. Did you know that you can schedule a private intuitive session with Vicki? Book your own phone or video session online at vickybearcom booking. And if you're ready to create transformation in your life as you develop your own intuition, choose a coaching package. With three, six, or 12-month options, you can benefit from Vicky's wise guidance over time as you discover your path. Plus, with a coaching package, you'll get improved pricing and priority-advanced scheduling. Book today at vickibaird slash booking. That's v i c k i b a i r d dot com slash booking. Thanks for listening. Well, thanks for sticking around to find out how I effed up my business. <laughs> I appreciate it. So because, and I also appreciate that I did have made some mistakes. Now, to be clear, when someone makes a mistake, if you think about the word, right, it's got. It, all we have to do is add an extra s in there and we had a mistake we did something that didn't go the way we thought it was the fir- would the first time and just like in the movies there's a take 2 there's a take 456 so in total transparency i thought it would be actually pretty cathartic for me as well as hopefully helpful to those who are not only in business although this is going to be primarily business based but in life in general in admitting that we don't always know what the heck we're talking about and even if we do we can still make some decisions that aren't in our best interest and i think the the super duper sauce here is being willing to admit when you do that to hold accountability and Then, you know, just to figure out how to shift it, how to make a different decision, how to align more with yourself and your business in order to have a different outcome. So total transparency, running a business is freaking hard. It is so hard. There are so many moving parts. It doesn't get easier. I'm going into my 20th year of running my business in all its different, um, aspects and how it's shifted over the years, which I do believe businesses need to do. If we stay the very same, that stagnation is probably going to walk you out the back door. So, but it's hard (laughs) because every day when you wake up and even when you're sleeping, sometimes you're still processing, you know, what's the best course of action? How do I do this? Did I totally screw that up? What do I do in two months? Because, you know, you have to have projections. You have to have some kind of an idea of where you're heading. And, you know, because that structure will help you in the times when it's so flat out that you don't know where you're heading. So this is why I love systems. Oh my goodness. I love working with clients and creating systems. And I definitely uh, use those within my own business because being a hypocrite is not cool. But the daily responsibilities of not only creating your own income and for most businesses income for other people um, and all the di- the I's that you have to dot and the T's that you have to cross in order to be legal in business, <laughs> there's a lot. So whenever someone says, I'd love to work for myself. I say, great, I wanna help with that. What avenue, what are you interested in? Because as a business consultant, you don't have to like the business your your clients are in. You just have to like helping them. You have to like helping people uh, excel in what they enjoy doing. And I think it's even better if you don't have some background in the business that they run because you actually bring fresh eyes to it. And this uh, idea that if you're a consultant, you know everything, is it's false. If you're a teacher, you know everything. That's false. If you're a doctor, it's false. We can't possibly know everything. And how pretentious would that be if we even pretend to? So the doubts that can come up And that do come up. Maybe not on a daily basis, but they're there. And you know, can I do it? How do I do it? (laughs) Where do I go now? You know, who do I want to work with? What type of, of product? Because whether you're in customer service, you're in humanities, you're in physical product, you're creating something, you're selling something. And while I'm not the best at sales, I do stand behind my product, which is me, and I maintain that there will be different versions of Vicky that are are coming out at who knows what time. There's rarely a, a date that's uh, designated; it just shows up. But that's part of being, uh, I think, a good coach, a good consultant is being able to say, I don't know. I will go find the information. I will learn about this. There's been many times between sessions that I am cramming. I am learning what this person does for a living, how they do it, what direction their business is, are they missing? What direction their business is heading rather? Are they missing an entire group of people that they could be marketing to? So, and that's, Part of what I love about it, truthfully, is because I feel like I'm always in school and always learning about the emotional component of people along with the systems, along with the desired outcome, along with you got to put your butt behind whatever you're talking about. You have to do the work. So all of that is well known to me after being in business this long, certainly not afraid of... Uh, putting a little effort in and on that point I don't think we have to necessarily always work ridiculous hours but there are times where it's necessary and you do have to put your life on the rest of your life on hold and you do have to focus and the allure of others helping you and reaching out to other people and and even using a consultant or a coach, or you know, professional professional services. I would not feel as confident in my business if I didn't have a fantastic uh, uh, an accountant, Barry Claremont, um, here in town. He works with everybody. You can call him if you. He works with national clients too, so you can give him a call, Barry Claremont. Um, <laughs> I always say to him, "Keep me out of orange. I do not look good in orange." So, it, the allure of that help can be, um, it can be distracting because it's necessary to have people on your team who support you, but it can be distracting. And this is where I got into the F'd up part. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So there's so much information handing, you know, being delivered to us on a daily basis and that we're going after too, right? Programs. I can make you a millionaire in a weekend. BS, don't do it. Um, apps. This can speed up your process. This can help. Oh, I love technology, but you have to do your research. Is it really going to help or is it just going to spin you out? And it's one more thing that you have to learn and all the information that comes up, be on Instagram. No, be on Facebook. No, do TikTok. I'm not doing TikTok people. It's not happening. I can't handle one more platform. And as goofy as I am, (laughs) that might be a little too alluring. And then I'd never get anything done. So I fell into this uh, place uh, after being not only in business, but after my husband passed and he was a sounding board for me. I didn't always take his advice, but he was a sounding board. He was the first person when I said, I think I'm thinking of doing this with the business that I would discuss it with. And he had a pretty keen sense when it came to some aspects of the business and I appreciated that. And I liked the fact that he would even say to me sometimes that doesn't sound like a good idea because then it helped me think through through things. And I have great friends, but you don't always want to, you know, use them as the, and you shouldn't always use them as the sounding board because sometimes they're a little biased, but they may not have the background in what you need either. So, uh I felt like I wanted to and I was at a place where I really wanted to have my own consultant like reach out to someone and I did do that and I hired a couple people that I want to be completely upfront here and say these are wonderful people that I hired um and that I agreed to work with I, and I had two different experiences here. So yeah, I didn't quite learn the first time. Well I learned but I didn't listen to myself as much. Um, So the people I worked with were wonderful. It was simply a perfect example of the law of attraction. And if you're familiar with that, the law of attraction, we attract to us. We also attract to us what we are working on though. We don't just attract to us, the pie in the sky picture or what would be wonderful if this happened. You can, but you know, we staying in that high vibrational place continuously, it's just not possible. And I realize now in in retrospect that I was looking for someone to actually just tell me what to do. Can you just tell me what to do in my business? I mean, that's part of why I love personal training and going to a personal trainer. Because they already have the workout figured out, they're going to tell me do ten push-ups. I'm going to whine about it, but I I do the ten push-ups because I'll do sit-ups as many as you want me to do. But those push-ups, goodness gracious! <laughs> um, but you know, at some point in your in your life in your business, you just want somebody to take over, tell you what to do, and then you can follow the dots. Now this works okay temporarily. This works well if you have someone that is not only in alignment with what you're saying, meaning they understand, they even have a similar resonance. And that could simply be, that, again, you, they don't have to believe in, or they don't have to love what you do, but they do have to want to help. And so they have to be able to hear who you are, Um, where you're looking to be, which means that you have to be somewhat clear about that. I think it gets ironed out in the process. But they also have to be willing to say to you, that's not working. What you're saying there isn't um, in alignment, meaning it's not possible with what you're talking about. Let's break it down into smaller pieces. And honestly, I feel like some of the people I hired and true compliment. They're just too nice. Um, And I don't think they had their stuff completely figured out, but I was, you know, kind of swayed by the terminology because I do my research. I know the words, I know the programs, I know the processes that need to happen. So I, it was like shiny car syndrome, (laughs) you know, like, oh, I just want the car that's clean. I don't necessarily want to go vacuum and wax my own. I'm not lazy, just tired sometimes. So one of the things that happened was I started listening more to, and maybe I wasn't completely as Maybe I wasn't as clear as I thought I was. I thought I was being very clear, but maybe I was ambiguous in areas that, you know, they would have to say I can't. Um, but I feel like... One of the dances we did together was to grow. Uh, Granted, I invested in this, and that's why I said I'm still in it today, because in that process, if you've ever worked with a marketing company, it's an investment. It's a pretty hefty investment. And I agreed to go into it believing in myself, believing in my product, and then had to make the choice that the conversations were not changing over time. We were saying the same exact thing, but no progress was being made. And I was being kind of put in a um, category of business that I didn't necessarily want or need to be in. So do I want to be lucrative? Of course, I want to... Make decent money so I can then bring it out into the community and then I can be at my best self because I know my bills are paid and all of that. But I don't need my ego stroked in order to do that. Um, I want to bring work that is actually portable. You know, my intention is to help people to learn how to be believing in themselves and to carry themselves forward not for me to be the go-to i want it to be portable where everybody's walking around with their own sense of self so that means that when i croak it continues to happen right And, and people get to feel good about themselves so part of this is also recognizing, I had to recognize within myself that I didn't want to buy into the program that I had to be, you know, charging thousands and thousands of dollars for each hour of my time. People do it, it's fine. Um, However, like I said, we have to be in resonance with who we are and where, the businesses that we like to, um, provide and with that, a value on that business. So often when I'm working with clients, I'll say to them, I don't care what the going rate is. I'll know what the going rate is, you know, for their industry, but I don't want to know about that. What's the number that you feel is, uh, respectful of your time, of your education, of your effort, And then that's the number we charge. And one of the things that got out of balance was the idea, and I know about doing all of this, how much money do you want to make? You divide that by how many hours you want to work. There's your charge. But if that doesn't resonate with you on a spiritual, emotional, physical level, no one will show up at the door to pay those prices. So it's more important that we're in alignment with what we charge And then work our business model to have other streams of income. It's one of the reasons I have Wisdom Wednesday that's $8, okay? $8 for an hour. Of course, from a business perspective, when I have hundreds of people on there, I'm doing really well with that. And I do want that. I want that group community, but it's not all about what would I make in that hour minus all the expenses that go along with having a business. (laughs) It's not about that so much as it is. It's important because you got to be able to pay the accountant and your rent and all that stuff. But one of the things that happened is I got too far away from that. I listened to the math. I was too much in my head. And even I would say in a place of just wanting some ease after a very long eight years of extremely hard personal and work life. I just wanted a break. So, and I'm okay. Like I've done all the self-forgiveness stuff around that. But I'm hoping that my experience, and so this experience I hear very often with people who are coming to me who have been with a coach before, who have been with a consultant before. And to be clear, I'm not a marketing coach. Far from it. Um, But I can... Feel into and see all the blocks that are there. And here's the irony part, right? I can do that for the person coming to me, but seeing my own is still part of my soul's journey. I still have to learn that myself. And sometimes that means being, you know, several um, dollars after the comma in debt, you know, or before the comma, before the comma in debt. So almost paid off. I'm grateful what I learned with them, but mostly that I found myself back to me. Like I found my way back by having to say, that's not who I am. Yes, I want the large stage. I do. And whatever comes with that. But if we charge people $3, and there's 300 people there, as long as my expenses are paid, I'm okay with that, you know? So I feel like the investment wasn't necessarily in the companies I worked with because, again, there was a second one there, which I did get some great learning from as well. I, You know, I didn't go to college, so that's what I've chalked it up to is these are my student loans, um, luckily, at a percentage rate, much, much less than what is charged in our educational system. So, um, I, ex- I accept my part in this. If there were places where I wasn't as transparent or clear, because maybe I wasn't sure what my message was. I definitely wasn't sure what my ideal client avatar is. And that's something that when you're working and developing and growing your business, you you need to know who you like working with. You need to know who your product best serves. And for the longest time, and I'm still a little bit in that place of, I'm, I'm clear, but I'm also in the place of people. I wanted to serve people. Um, and yet I have evidence from my client base of who I draw in. And therefore, from a business perspective, that's who I need to be um, speaking to, right? And in my Lack of clarity, I know it didn't help them to do their job, but I also know I wasn't being heard. And that is something that's imperative to all humans, right? We want to be heard, we want to be seen. And sometimes, especially if somebody is paying you a contracted rate, you have to be brave enough to say, I'm, I, I'm hearing you as a person, but what you're saying makes no sense. You have to be willing to say that. Um, And if you're not, I wonder how in alignment you are. I've risked losing many a client by being completely honest with what I was seeing. They still get to make up their minds about what direction they take their business or their personal life or their spiritual growth, but you're not hiring me to you know, just pat you on the head and hug you virtually. Um, Unless when we get back to being able to do in-person group things, I'm so excited about that. But the whole process of being willing to say, and here's the, the big message, right? That we don't know everything. I truly believe that the people I was working with had an obligation to say, we don't know. We are not sure what this is. We don't understand you. Um, we don't think you're right. I feel like they had that obligation. Now that's on their part to learn. And maybe they are. I don't know. But um, I feel like that's part of having, and it's a reason to have professional boundaries because I really like these people, um, like like most people, but that's not okay. We have to be willing to say, um here's what you're paying me for. Here's what I know now. Um, and here's what I believe is your next best course of action. So like I said, I, I accept my part in this. I am human. I'm learning. Um, I want to help you understand that while expert might be in our description for a particular area of life there is always more to learn there's always more that can be expanded upon Um, and that i think by admitting that it brings relief collaboration joy for those of you who may be starting a business right now or in the first year or so You can't know it all, and and there are going to be so many, especially lately, right, with everything that's going on. But even putting COVID aside, in business, there are so many WTF moments that hopefully stop you in your tracks when you get there. When you're in a place of asking, what the heck is going on here? it, it's a way to pause and reflect. And that was one of the things that happened in both of these relationships with the professionals is I had to say, why aren't they hearing me? Like, what am I saying that's not getting through? And then I realized, you know what? For once, it's not me <laughs> I, because I tend to take that on that. What did I do wrong? And then I was like, it's not me. It's not me. And once I get there, I'm, I'm I'm pretty clear that nope, we're done. Thank you very much, and hopefully do it respectfully. But that's not always it's not always possible to make sure the other person is okay with your decision. But in business and in life, you have to know what works best for you, what feels best for you, and then make your decisions from there. And then you have to be willing to back them up. So. if you're in business, if you're in a new relationship, if you're in a relationship that's been going on for a while, be brave enough to say, I don't understand what's going on here. I really don't know what you're saying. Um, Asking for help is hard, but it's necessary. And it will only work well if you bring your accountability and your responsibility to the table and being willing to say I don't know that's a lot of this black lives matter right because I'm learning so much I'm learning so much um, opening up my brain and learning what does white privilege mean and what are some of the areas that I can expand upon and how can I be an ally in for all people uh But most especially for those that are crying out to be heard, so across any uh, demographic group, people, animals, earth, you know, wherever that is, um, if if I can help, I feel like as a soul, it's it's my responsibility. So asking what what don't I know about this? is a fantastic way to open conversation because then you get to hear what the other person has to say and you still don't have to agree. Like it's their perspective, but just imagine what you could learn um, even more quickly. So (laughs) with the second uh, company that I hired, oh, I saw it very quickly. And I recognized that while they did turn out work that was more in alignment with who I was and some product that was amazing, um, they also weren't hearing me. They, they just thought that I needed to be the next Marie Forleo, which I respect her. I've taken many of her classes, um, but I wanna be Vicki Baird, not Marie Forleo. So she's got it covered. She does a very good job of it. So when we're looking to other people to save us or to tell us what to do, you hand away actually a portion of your energy field. And that's why I know now looking back on it, I was so tired and I just wanted somebody to help because I was handing everything away instead of just saying, why don't I just pause here? I have a fantastic business. I love my clients. It's going great. I have some downtime, you know, I have time to write, um, and I'm doing okay financially. So why don't I just take a chill pill? And that awareness of how much I was leaking out of me energetically by asking other people for their opinion, which would have been the case if I asked my friends too. Right, so that's why it's important to ask thyself. Um, it's it's overwhelming at times to have a business. Um, very much so. I wouldn't change it <laughs> at all. I would not change it at all. I I have kind of the sweetest setup, right? Because it, when I work with businesses, I feel like I'm part of somebody else's business. And yet I still get to maintain Baird Enterprises. So that process of being this whole process that's been going on for almost a year and a half now of me being willing to say, okay, Vicki, stand behind your word. What are you learning? What was the relationship with these people about? Because there were several bodies involved. I had to ask for each person. I had to ask myself, what was your relationship? What were you to learn from this? Um, And I did come back to with a couple of them. No, that was their stuff. And occasionally that will happen. So you may be working with someone and you're doing all of these things. You're asking, you're learning, you're open, and yet it's still not going anywhere. And they're still not able to see you. It's very um, likely that sometimes it's someone else's lesson. Okay. It's not always our lesson. We may be involved in it. But it's not always our lesson. You know, maybe for us, the idea is to walk away. You know, you've heard me say, if you've listened to previous podcasts, sometimes a frog's a frog. There's not a spiritual meaning in everything. Sometimes people are just asses, and you have to decide whether you're going to put up with that ass or you're not. And if you're respecting who you are, hopefully you're kind about your exit. But you make an exit um, because that's where self-respect comes in. And it's going to be necessary in any part of our life. And maybe you're seeing that in your life right now. I've certainly seen a whole new side of people that I suspected had some um racist ideology. But I never heard or saw anything specific because I would call that. I'm very (laughs) blunt about that stuff. And I, I hadn't seen it and now I'm seeing it. So maybe that's going on for you right now too, where you're seeing aspects of people because of all of the stress and all of the expansion that's happening. It's bringing out people's true colors and Cindy Lauper version, right? She do true colors. Um, it's bringing it out. So, you know, maybe this is where you will practice it and it might not be in business, but this might be where your learning is around this. Sometimes it's them. Not all the time we participate, but sometimes it is somebody else's stuff and we have to just decide to exit stage left. So. Self-forgiveness is a big deal around all of this. So should you have an experience like I did where I really had to have a board meeting (laughs) with me, myself, and I and say, you cannot continue this process. You have to figure out why it is that you were so willing to drop stuff at the door and let somebody else take care of it. It came down to exhaustion. I mean, it wasn't anything that much deeper than that. And then once I realized that I could take some time, reboot, read some nonfiction, um, decide I was going to learn to needle felt (laughs) that really helps by the way. Um, and some self-forgiveness around that is recognizing that, okay, business expense and not my wisest year, but I'll shift that. So if you have, anything that you really have to look at in your life or business. Um, Maybe there's something there you have to admit wasn't the brightest idea or was a direction you took and stayed in a little bit too long even when you were hearing that it wasn't the best. It wasn't necessarily that other people weren't hearing you. It was that you weren't hearing yourself. Um, Be willing to look at that and then deal with, you know, what are the repercussions? How is it affecting you today? Um, once I decided to put a halt on it, I knew that I was just going to pay that down as fast as I could because I wanted to be released of that energy as well. And boy, that's, that helps for inspiration, I'll tell you. helps you to really think about what <laughs> and how you want to work. So is there anyone that you need to say, thank you, but your vision and mine differ, so I'm going to have to take it from here? Um, It's important to leave the door open if things can be discussed and changed. That is fantastic because that's growth, that's expansion, that's love, um, that's smart even. But if not, Again, you have to be willing to end the contracts, the relationships, the agreements, the family ties even. Um because often that frees ourselves for the brilliance to actually shine through. Please let your brilliance shine through. Um and if someone professes to know it all, run. Run fast. The other way. You can walk away. Uh, confidently, (laughs) but still decide to go because that means they are not willing to hear what you have to offer and you have so much to offer. And, you know, perhaps those that have been here as our teachers will have teachers of their own and they'll learn. Um, Perhaps they'll go on and It'll never occur to them. And that's okay too, because your responsibility is you, much like my responsibility is me. So, and that's kind of fun actually. So thank you for sticking around to hear what, (laughs) how I effed up my business. Um, And to be clear, it, I see it that way because I have to have some humor around it. Um, It did not affect the work I was doing. I think it actually made me a better coach because I was able to see when other people might be walking into similar situations and that is helpful because then I can help to steer them from making a similar transgression. So I appreciate you being here and I am very much... Uh, excited about where the energy of our world is going. It feels very tight right now. I know that and I'm sorry, Um, but sometimes we have to be really uncomfortable and have uncomfortable conversations and be in places like that in order to grow. So here's to growing. See you at the next episode. Thank you for listening to Intuition, Your First Sense. As always, please like and subscribe to this podcast wherever you are listening to it. Leave a review and take a minute to share it with a friend. You can find me all across social media at at Coach Vicky Baird, and you can book a virtual session with me from wherever you are in the world at vickybaird.com/slash booking. That's v-i-c-k-i-b-a-i-r-d.com/slash booking. Thank you again, and see you on the next episode.